Coming up on this week's episode, I'm abandoning my home team and we're picking a brand new NFL team for me to root for. Matt's going to help me decide coming up right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 192, recorded November 19th, 2020, Drafting a New Home Team. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast where the two hosts agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by our own uh, executive vice president of football operations. It's Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. Hey there, Sean. I was looking up uh, online to see if there is like a term for what you're doing right now, because it's it's not bandwagoning because you're jumping off the bandwagon. You're mm-hmm. actively uh, like like it's like the bandwagon is now on fire and it's heading towards a cliff and you're like you're bailing off the bandwagon is basically what you're doing. Um, I don't I don't I haven't found a term for it yet. Maybe the folks at home can come up with it. Uh bandwagon diving I, I, jumping bandwagon jumping you're jump, are you i i guess we'll determine in the show if you're jumping from one bandwagon to another one that's or if right you're gonna jump off and do like a combat roll into like a load of feces which uh you know there are a couple teams you could pick to to uh that that would qualify that and, and i should say this bandwagon is covered in championship banners so uh no doubt about that matt well we got a really fun one tonight uh this came out of something you and i talked about a little while back um i don't we've certainly talked about it on our super bowl episodes but i have been a lifelong fan of the new england patriots i grew up in massachusetts my family are patriots fans um although my brother-in-law is a washington football team fan which is baffling um, but, uh, the rest of the family are all Patriots fans. Um, I've rooted for the Patriots my whole life. I got the hat. I got the shirt, uh, really started paying attention to the team in 2000. And so I've only ever known a Patriots team drowning in too much success. Um, and so I know it's going to be a little suspicious, but Matt, I'm ready to abandon the Patriots as my home team. Now I know what everyone's thinking, Sean. Are you just abandoning them because suddenly they're terrible now? And the answer is yes. No. Stop that. No. (laughs) The answer is no. And I don't want people to think that. I want to be very clear. I... If the Patriots hadn't been so good all these years, I would have rooted for another team. So I really was bandwagoning them to some degree because I have no allegiance to the Patriots. I never was like knew all the players or like paid attention that much. I cheered when they won, of course. But I, I wouldn't call myself ever having been a hardcore fan of the Patriots. And so I'm using this opportunity, not that they're bad now, but it's just not the same team anymore. And I think now is a good breaking point as they turn the page for me to turn the page and pick another team. And Matt, there are 31 other teams in the NFL that could earn me as a fan. Now, I should mention, it's quite an honor for me to be a fan of a team. So 
whatever team you and I decide on and you're going to help me out is going to be my new home team, the team I'm going to root for. I'm going to get the hat. I'm going to get I'm gonna, the beer and I'm going to cheer and I'm going to watch the games when they play. That's right. This is this is just like um, the decision. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Should I take my talents to South Beach? I don't know. We'll find out. Now, I, I'm an idiot when it comes to basketball, so I was just about to say that was Carmelo Anthony who made the decision, <laughs> but I... I now re- I now remember that it's LeBron James. It was LeBron. LeBron didn't have to look that up. So. Yes, LeBron James leaving Cleveland in the famous line, "I'm taking my talents to South Beach." Yes, very weird. Uh, I can name all the basketball players I know on probably one hand. So, um, but we're not talking about basketball today. We're oh, no. talking about the NFL, and uh, we have uh, an odyssey that we're going to take you on across all thirty plus teams in the NFL to find one that Sean can now call his new favorite team. Yes. And now Matt, I want to set some ground rules before we get started. So we're all on the same page here because I want everybody's feedback, including yours. Obviously I'm not picking the new England Patriots. That would be stupid. Um, And a big waste of all of our time. If I just did that at the end, the other 31 teams are up for grabs. And I want to be clear. Every team in my mind, as of this second, has an equal footing. I'm not trying to bandwagon. I'm not going for the team most likely to win the Super Bowl, nor do I want to pick the worst team in the league, so I have something to root for. We're going to go through these teams, Matt, and come up for good, solid reasons why I should root for them. We're going to eliminate a few as we go, and hopefully by the end of the night, we will have a single team that we think is the most Sean Jennings team in the NFL. Because not often... No, I should... Go ahead, Matt. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, most people are born into a team. Very few people get to choose the team they root for. I think it's an exciting opportunity. So I want a team that really fits me and my personality. Yeah, I I was just going to preface that I am not an NFL expert in any way, shape, or form. So um, uh, this is not going to be based on stats or uh, mm-hmm. front running or, or like who's most likely to win this year. We're not... This is not going to be a, a our attempt at an NFL like show uh, in any way. I, I we we will talk a little bit of history though because I think the history of the team is important, um, but only as much history as I know, which is like some and really depending on the team. So yeah, if you're the type of person that cringes at people who don't know football really all that well. I never really claimed to, and I don't think Sean is really claiming to either. I mean, this is a guy that is abandoning the New England Patriots right, right now. I have no allegiance. Leaving him out in the cold and uh, and picking a completely new team. This is a guy that lives in Massachusetts and could potentially be rooting for like some kind of team on the other side of the country. Like I like a, how like you could I was going to say, I like how you couldn't name a team on the other side of the country. This is going great. Uh, no, uh, I was, I was trying to allude to the fact that this is exactly what, what I'm doing as a, as a new Orleans saints fan slash sometimes slash New York giants fan. Okay. Cause I don't see the problem with having two teams. I, you know, the giants are the local team. The saints are the team that I followed for a, a while, I won't say my whole life, but a, a while. You got swept up in the, the post Katrina thrill. I I get it. Indeed, indeed, they had. A, I love their story. I love their story. Uh, great story. 
And uh, yeah, and I, I, I'm not ashamed to say that right now I've kind of been actively rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles as like my third adoptive team. I haven't rooted for them enough to be like they're my new favorite. Well, I think I actually have told some people that they're my new favorite team. So Saints, Giants, Eagles, they're all my team. And I don't see what's wrong with that. So come at me if you see a problem with that. Well, Matt, why don't we go ahead and get into these teams? Um, where, where, where would you? I'm going to let you guide the process yeah. a little bit. Uh, all right. I, I see that you're eager to begin your journey. I sure am. Your transition, if you will. And I think the best place to start is which of these teams have the best COVID masks to wear. Because we're in an era where you're probably going to want to identify yourself with your new favorite team on a COVID mask. So which team has the best COVID mask? Um, I just Google imaged them. And right now, I'm going to have to say the Raiders have the best COVID mask. Okay. The Las Vegas Raiders. Well, Matt, why don't we why don't we take this one team at a time? Okay. All right. That's, gonna, I think that's a better strategy. I'm going to pivot you a little bit. And we'll that's talk about strategy. each team and why I should or should not root for them. All right. Let's do that. Um, okay. I, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go division? Let's go division by division. And let's start in the very division oh. that you are abandoning. I love it. Well, or... or moving away from but let's do it let's do it bracket style let's do it playoff style we'll pick okay. one team from each division that we think is a okay. best fit and then we'll pick we'll, we'll go through those four again pick a winner in the afc the nfc and the winner gets the sean super bowl so this is like yeah all right we'll do it just like the postseason okay so let's take a look at the um afc east at the afc east all right all right all right so um, let's go through each team. Currently, the first place team in the AFC East, uh, you've got the Buffalo Bills, Sean. That's How right. How do you feel about the Buffalo Bills? I think it's an intriguing choice, Matt. I think it's an intriguing choice. Buffalo, not a great sports town, barely a sports town, a forgotten town in sports, a team that's had a lot of poor history, including going to four consecutive Super Bowls and losing all of them. Um... And so I think there is something charming about the Buffalo Bills. The issue with the Bills is that they're finally good, and I don't want to be seen as bandwagoning. Uh, so I think anyone anyone who gets into the Bills now could be considered a bandwagoner. All right. I think that's, that's a very valid point. Of course, anybody from Buffalo could probably tell you that the Bills are very good, but they are not going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they're probably going to go in. The, they'll probably make a make a deep playoff run, or they'll lose in the first round because they're the Bills. But they're not. They're definitely not going to win the Super Bowl, Sean. And you can you can absolutely take that to the bank. So you're going to bandwagon, but you're also you're bandwagoning for a moderately to low end good team. They're a good team, but it's it's like my Honda Civic outside. It's not. You're not. You're not, you know, bandwagoning a Maserati or something like that. So Buffalo Bills, the Honda Civic team of the NFL. 
They very much are. They are ven- they're very much – I consider the Honda Civic to be a very reliable car. Is it a, is it a, a, a Jaguar? No. It's they not play flashy. It's never oh. going to win any awards, but it'll get you <laughs> right. there. So that's the Bills. They've got an interesting history. They Did you know they lost um, – famously lost four Super Bowls in a row? I did know that. Um, Great documentary about that. Uh, yes. Four, the- four Falls of uh, – of Buffalo. Yes, a 30 for 30. Uh, yeah, Matt, the, the one other thing I'll say about the Buffalo Bills, too, is they do have one of the most dedicated fan bases in the NFL, very similar to the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders or a few of these other teams that have very hardcore fan bases, the Bills Mafia, as they are known. Okay, a bit intimidating to, to join the Bills Mafia. I could kind of see that. That the uh, Do the, I strike you as a Bills Mafia to, guy? It's a, hard, it's a hard fan base to access. Um... All right, so let's move on to the Dolphins. We'll consider the Bills, or we're going to keep them in contention. I'm, I'm pro but Bills. The Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. All right, um, they've got some history. They're they're a, they've are a team with a um, moderately successful past. They're the only team in the NFL that has ever had an, a, a purely undefeated season. Even going into the Super Bowl and winning, the, like, they won everything, um, which the Patriots famously failed to do, right, in the, the famous 18-1 and one, uh, signs that uh, I see all the time. Mm-hmm. So what do we think about the Dolphins, Sean? Dolphins are definitely interesting. Obviously, uh, probably best known for their coach, Don Shula, led them to two Super Bowls in the 70s, uh, but a team that has not been good for a long time time uh miami obviously uh, an exciting city um playing at hard rock stadium um and they're on the up and coming as well to a tag tagliavoa um currently their their uh rookie quarterback um and a team that's slowly getting better um but as you mentioned they do kind of have a meh history of like nobody i don't think they're exciting i don't think they're an exciting team Nothing about the Dolphins screams like stand up and cheer to me. I like their color combo. They've got a, a unique color combination in their uniforms. I like that scheme, that like ocean blue. It's like that aquamarine that you really only see on like right around like the Florida Keys, which I think is really unique. Well, I'm a sucker for like good uniforms and good uh, color design. Well, and I like the colors too, but my issue is the dolphin is a weak animal, is a weak ocean animal. They should have been the sharks or like even the rays is a better name. To, to me, dolphins are kind of lame. I disagree wholeheartedly. Okay. Here's why. Sell me on dolphins. Okay. First of all, dolphins, when they travel, they travel in pods, right? A group of dolphins is called a pod. That's Which true. already is cool. That's very cool. Um, what animal do you know of that travels in a pod? Uh, secondly, they can kill a shark, Sean. Have you ever seen the movie Flipper? I think the, the, you mean the that, that nature that, documentary Flipper? The dolphin kills a shark with a bunch of his for dolphin friends. They murder a hammerhead shark. It's awesome. That's that's way badass. And third, when you're when you're the dolphins, anytime you beat a team. 
It's like, dude, you got beat by the Dolphins. It, it just it rubs it's it instantly rubs salt in the wound of a victory. So I think that's that's something to be said. But then again, on the on the flip side, you would have to root for a team that uh, is from Miami, mm. and Miami, by all accounts, is one of the worst cities in America. Ooh, shots at Miami! I don't know that at all for a fact. The only place in Florida I've ever been has been Disney World in Orlando, but Miami just seems like it just sucks. More I don't than, know more than Jacksonville. No, Jacksonville is probably objectively worse. And we'll get to Jacksonville a little bit later. Yes, we will. Um, But you have to be the judge, ultimately, if you want to have a Miami football team to your name. I think the Massachusetts guy rooting for Miami, there is something that feels wrong about that. I don't know what it is. But it doesn't quite sit right with me. But we should continue on to the the other AFC East team that's not the Patriots. Right. We skip the Patriots and we go on to the New York Jets. All right. And now we go have a look at the NFC East, which is the next division. (laughs) (laughs) I I will tell you, we don't have to talk about the Jets. I'm not picking them. I'm not picking them. I'm just not. I'm just not because yes, I have some amount why, of that's dignity. Exactly why I, that's exactly so why I skipped. They are done. Um, I, I don't I don't see you as a Jets fan. I, that's that's to me is one of those sad uh, hereditary things that you just have to be born with. Um, fortunately for me, I escaped that uh, coming from a, a lineage of Jets fans. My, my, my dad loves the Jets and I don't really understand why. They're an incredibly broken and corrupt franchise. Uh, that is just holding on to the one year that they were good. And even when they, even then that one year that they were good, they weren't that good. And, you know, there's a significant argument that they really didn't deserve to even win the one Super Bowl win that they do have. Mm-hmm. So, um, what a, what a terrible, I really can't think of a worse team to, to possibly be a fan of. Uh, than the New York Jets. I mean, for, for me, it all um, so comes, let's, it, it's just the story yeah. of, because uh, it wasn't it Fireman Ed was the guy's name, the the Jets yeah. super fan who had season tickets and, and was like the unofficial mascot of the team who was so frustrated at their ineptitude that he just one day quit and never returned. Yes, that was right after the, I think it was right after the Thanksgiving. The um, butt fumble. Patriot, the Patriots, butt, the famous butt fumble game. Yep. Uh, where Tom Brady threw like six touchdowns in five minutes and, and just like completely. I've never seen a dismantling so complete. On national um, television that, on that Thanksgiving. Game. On Thanksgiving, yes. Just, I don't know. If it, well, I don't think it was. Was it on Thanksgiving or was it no, like it a, was on the Thanksgiving. Sunday following? No, no. It, it was, was, it was one yeah. of the primetime games. I think it was the yes. primetime evening game that Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Very bad. Definitely was something I would not wish on my worst enemy to be a Jets fan. Nope. All right. Should we go to the NFC East or should we complete the AFC? Let's complete uh, the AFC. Okay. So next we have the AFC North. I associate this division. This is to me the working class division. This is like just because the places these teams are. The most blue collar, the rust belt teams. Uh, first up in the division right now, I'm just going to go in the order that they're uh, ranked, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously a team with a lot of history in the NFL, uh, a number of 
uh, Super Bowl champions, um, probably one of the most legacy teams in the NFL, six Super Bowl champions tied with the New England Patriots for the most. Um, what I like is Mike Tomlin, their current coach, who by all accounts is a really great guy um, and is a really great coach. What I don't like about the Steelers is everything else. So try and sell me on the Steelers, Matt. Okay. Because um, Ben Roethlisberger is is like bad. And yeah, and a bad person, probably. No, he allegedly. Alleged. Yes, he's allegedly a bad person. <laughs> um, um, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say this. It's hard to. It's hard to rank. Te- it's hard to choose a favorite team based on the current players they have now. Sure. Unless you love the current players. I feel like. If you're ambivalent about the players, I wouldn't let that influence your decision to whether or not to choose the team. Like I noticed back when we were talking about the Miami Dolphins, um, you were talking about Tua and all that. All of that is fleeting. Like that's that's going to be well, – they're around for a couple seasons and then they cycle in. I think you have a better argument when you talk about the coaches because they might be with the team, with the organization, maybe a little longer if they're successful – but I think the important thing is either if you love the players, you want to factor that into your decision making, or if you want to talk about the uh, – to me, the most important thing is the culture of the team and the culture of the fan base mm. around the team. I would agree like with it, that. We, we want to choose a team that you can identify with their fan base because I think ultimately – they're the ones that you would have most interaction with. And when you're representing yourself as a fan of that team, you're you're in in a way you're associating with that fan base. You know, when people see a Bills fan, they're gonna think Bills Mafia, lighting their farts on fire and jumping on tables. Like that's a a Bills fan, right? So when they think of a Jets fan, um, most people would probably want to like call some kind of a like a self help line, and and like figure out what's wrong with this person, or they ju- they're just from New York and and they're sad. Yeah, I mean, um, I, but anyway, I, I yeah. also think though the city the team is in should also factor into it. And who's getting jazzed about? Look, if you're gonna slam Miami, Matt, I'm a slam Pittsburgh. Ooh, interesting. Now I can't. I'm going to try to defend Pittsburgh because I've heard it's a really cool town, but I've I've also never been there, so it's hard to do that. So we'll go ahead. Rap against Pittsburgh. What do you have against Pittsburgh? I've never been to Pittsburgh. I've never met anybody from Pittsburgh. I don't even know that much about Pittsburgh, and that tells me why it's not a good city. If it were great, people would be talking about it. People are talking about it, though. I've I've heard lots of people talk about. Pittsburgh in a positive light saying it's, it's it's a very cultured town there's lots of stuff to do and what won me over and, ma- and made me want to go visit besides the baseball stadium there that's the PNC Park which actually many people say is a very beautiful stadium uh is the there's a meal there you can get where they put it's a, a like a sandwich with a bunch of french fries on it I can't really I can't remember the name of it right now offhand. I wasn't expecting to to do this, but I'm I'm googling Pittsburgh French fry sandwich. 
I think it has a name. Oh no, they just, it just they just say it's Pittsburgh style. It's like it's kind of like a cheesesteak, but with oh man, this kind of kind of like a California burrito. No, it's 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 a cheesesteak with like French fries and coleslaw on it, uh-huh. but it looks pretty good. Okay, you're, um, you're you're doing a mediocre job selling me. All right, uh, that's better than I thought I was doing. You've definitely um, increased my I, likelihood of choosing it, but not by much. I think that if you if you became a Steelers fan, you would be in the ranks of many. Like I, I picture when I picture Steelers fans, I picture like coal miners that are like, you know, that we oh we love our Steelers like. We, but I, I, it's also one of those teams where do you have to be from Pittsburgh or Western PA to really like get the Steelers and their and their like culture? I don't know. Well, I mean, there are a lot of famous c- celebrity Steeler fans like Michael Keaton, Wiz Khalifa, Jeff Goldblum, Paul Rudd, Christina Aguilera. Paul Rudd is a Steelers fan. I thought he was a, a, a Chiefs fan. He's both. He grew up near Kansas City, um, but he spent some time in Pittsburgh, so he's got... I would say you can't be both, but I, I, I went on and on in the beginning of the episode about how I'm torn between three teams. So, yeah, I... obviously, I'm the last person who should probably accuse people of doing that. Good but call. I, I thought he was a, a, a Chiefs fan because he was on a bunch of like no, he co- is... commercials during the Super Bowl. And he's a Kansas City Royals fan, too. No, he's a big Kansas City yes. guy, but he also is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Okay, well, more power to him. So you're in good company, basically, when you when you pick the the Steelers, the Steel Curtain, part of their history, one of yeah. the best defensive lines in the league. I'm not buying it. Uh, I'm leaving a team that has too much winning. I don't need to go to another team that has too much winning. But okay, okay. Well, who else is in the AFC okay. North? I can look. Yeah, at. let's keep going. Uh, next on the list is the Baltimore Ravens, yeah. um, another team with a very good color scheme. I like the purple uniform. I always have kind of liked that purple. I'm a I'm a sucker for colors that don't get used a lot in uh, other teams. Like no other football team has purple in their color scheme, and I think that's really cool. Um, that being said, uh. Ravens, to me, I like their name because it comes from Edgar Allan Poe, who's one of my favorite poets, because he was a – now, here's the thing is I think he was born in Boston, but he, like, lived most of his life and died in Baltimore, so they kind of, like, adopted him. So uh, they, that's why he, they're the Baltimore Ravens. Um. I don't really know what else there is to say. They they won a Super Bowl not too long ago. Uh, they're very good now, but probably not going to win their division. Also, they're they, they're kind of like declining a little bit in ability. But as a team, I don't really know much about them. I I do know that the city of Baltimore is horrible, and not a place where you would probably want to go to see games once stadiums open up again. Baltimore is like a crime-ridden. We used to drive through Baltimore every time we would have to come up to uh, New York and then back down to Virginia again. And we would drive right by the uh, Ravens Stadium. 
uh, and I would always hold my breath and just hope we would. This would be the time we would make it out alive. So, and Baltimore sucks. Okay. Yeah. Any thoughts I, about the Baltimore Ravens? Well, you know, I'm going to give Baltimore a little more credit than you give it. Uh, I I think it gets a very bad rap, and I don't know how fair that is. So. You ever uh, watch The Wire, Sean? I've been to Phil- uh, Philadelphia. I've been to Baltimore. <laughs> and it's so memorable, I called it Philadelphia. Um, no, I have been. Um, so, crab cakes are good. Uh, crab cakes are amazing. That's really the only reason to go there. Uh, otherwise, it's really, really crime. Good. But um, no, I think, <laughs> I think uh, you know, what... I, I just can't get excited about the Ravens because first of all, again, I get sensitive when teams, um, you know, they sort of had that gross air. Who's the player. And I can't think why I scrolling the Wikipedia page. I can't think the, the player on the Ravens who I can picture his face, who shot that Harry, guy and got away with it. Ray Rice, Ray Rice. No, they get a Ray Rice. Yeah. Okay. Ray Rice. Or is it Ray Lewis? Oh, wait, I think you're right. I think it is Ray Lewis. But I think Ray Rice was also on the Ravens yeah, it's Ray and, Lewis. All, and hit his because girlfriend the, and knocked her unconscious. The first thing that you type – when you type in Ray Lewis, the first thing that comes up is Ray Lewis murder. When you type in Ray Rice, the first thing that comes up is, yes, he's the one that – I believe he's the one that had the domestic assault. Yes. Um, and so the Ravens are not, I want a team I can feel good about rooting for, you know, a team when, when someone asks me, who are you a fan of? I'm not embarrassed of, and there's just something about the Ravens where I'm like, what, 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 what is that thing about them? That's exciting. I don't, that's, I mean, I think you could also say that about the entire city of Baltimore and the entire state of Maryland. Wow. What? I I am very anti Maryland, Sean. I'm okay. sorry. Matt, I I would have to drive through the state to get here, and it was the worst part of the drive by far. Matt, I hated driving in Maryland I, so much. I have a single question for you. Okay. I just wish that the state didn't exist. Yes. One, one question: What state okay. do you currently live in? The beautiful, beautiful Garden State of New Jersey. Okay, let's continue on, shall we? Well, who's our next AC North team? <laughs> so here, here, let me tell you something. Ravens, too closely to me, sounds like the word craven, which means uh, a coward. So I don't like na- when when people could twist the words of of the of the the name of your team around against you, like another team on here um, that we'll get to in a little bit. Okay. The same division. Okay. Right? So the Cravens. No. Nah. I, I I would say no. Or is it, a, is it a no? What do you think? Well, the issue is I have to pick one team out of the AFC North to continue, and I'm not really digging any yet. So let's keep I going. Know. I bet we could probably make a case for this next team. Okay. Sean, meet the Cleveland Browns. Mm, a team so uh, good, they're named after a color. That's not true. They're not named after the color. They're, they're actually- named after the coach. That's right. They were named after their first head coach. I think that's kind of cool because basically the team was hastily scrambled together after um, – what's the story with uh, – I think you had the Colts left – well, no, the Colts left The Colts Baltimore. left Baltimore for Indianapolis. But Art In like Mor- the middle of the night. Art Modell purchased the Browns 
and tried to move the Browns to Baltimore. He couldn't, so they gave Modell a new franchise, the, the b- replacement for the Colts, Baltimore Ravens, and then created a new Browns team by expansion in 1999. Which is a damn shame, because I would love to live in the timeline where we have a Baltimore Browns. I think that sounds like a... I think that sounds like a cool name for a team. Well, you know, you kind of Browns? you trash on the Browns, but Art Modell was excited to move the team to Baltimore. Yeah, I, I I just like the name. I like the Baltimore Browns. I think it's just a just would have been a would have been a good uh, a good fit. Now the the I like their uh, well, it's not. No, I was going to say the Cleveland Browns. They have had some success. They won four NFL championships back in the fifties and sixties. Uh, over the last few decades, they've been relatively inept. Um, yes, with with no real hope in sight. Maybe a, maybe like a flicker of hope, but not not really enough to get all that excited about. Home, home um, of the dog pound. That's right. And I will say that no one will ever call you a front runner if you decide to become a Cleveland Browns fan. But it's one of those things where it's like, how can how can we shit so hard on the Jets? but be okay with rooting for the Browns. Like, are they like, I think it helps that the Browns are the only team in in their city. The fact that like people have a choice when they're in New York, like they can, they live in the New York Metro area. They could, they could be a Giants or Jets fan. They, they, you know, there's a choice involved and one team is objectively better than the other and always pretty much always has been. Uh, historically, but the Browns, when you're in Cincinnati, that's your, that's who your, that's who your team is. That's who you suck with. When you're in Cleveland, rather, that's the team that you're, you're stuck with. I like that their helmet is their, also their logo. Yes. It's like, it's like they just didn't have enough time to pick a logo. Well, everything about this team just feels like it's rushed. Oh, what are we going to name it? Oh, we'll name it the Browns after our, the coach. The coach's name is Brown. Our team's name is Brown. What's our logo? Uh, uh, just this generic helmet with without anything on it. Well, it's the Mr. Met problem where it's like, who is Mr. Met? Oh, he's just a talking baseball. Well, the game <laughs> is baseball. You can't have your mascot be a baseball. That's right. And the kids love him. Kids and kids love the Cleveland Browns. I, I don't really understand the, the, the correlation with dogs, the dog pound, but I think that's cool. Well, their mascot is a bulldog whose name mm. I'm trying to locate, but um, but that's that's where that comes from. My, and, my and, guess will be Brownie. Is it going to be, might be Brownie the Bulldog. Uh, Not sure, but. Uh, at one point, I believe they also had a, an actual, like, real life dog. You know, like how some colleges have a dog who is like actually the mascot. I believe at one point they actually did have a real dog. Um, but I cannot find of, the details. A lot of this team really kind of screams like college team masquerading as NFL team. Every a lot of things with the culture, just the fact that the, you know they don't have anything on their helmets. A lot like you know a co- an old and an NCAA team like Alabama, um, blank helmet helmets their logo that they br- have a live dog that they bring in as their mascot. I'm sure if you go to a Browns tailgate, it'll probably feel a lot like a college oh, sure. tailgate. I think um, 
Yeah, I think that the the Browns are the Browns are a good pick. I I would say that the the fan base is probably of any any other team in this division. I think the Browns will probably have the most welcoming fan base. They'll probably embrace you the most. Yeah, nobody's bandwagoning. Not, with there's the not Browns. really people lining up. Mm. Yeah, no one's lining up to be a Browns fan. Well, let's um it, it, at the pace we're going, we're going to be here absolutely yeah. all night. So I'm I'm already prepared for that. I, oh, I got my warm milk and everything. We may only get through the AFC tonight, which is maybe not the worst thing. But um, Matt, we got to make sure we do a thorough job here. Well, we got to talk about the last AFC North team, a team I would argue has quite possibly the worst name, the worst logo, the ugliest uniforms, and really almost no redeeming qualities. All of which make me very curious about rooting for them. Well. This is the team that I, when I was talking about the Ravens and the, the Cravens, uh, I've heard a lot of people call them the Cincinnati Bungles, which is a nickname that is – that's one of those ones that will stick with you. I don't like – particularly wouldn't like my team to be called the Bungles all the time by like haughty Pittsburgh fans. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think the Bengals are going to be a tough one. Yeah, I don't get the I don't get of all the of all the like animals in the world you could possibly choose and you chose the bangle. Because it's like it should be like a bangle tiger. Well then be the tigers. Then yeah, I I don't see why not. You know the the MLB NFL crossover works for the Cardinals and the Giants. I don't, I don't see why we don't just also have another one with the the tigers. Yeah, or literally anything else. Bangle is such a such an odd choice. Um, and those the, the 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 like tiger stripes on the uniforms and helmet are not a good look. No, it's very it's very like kitsch. Is that the word? Or it's not really the word I'm looking for. Uh it's like uh, gaudy. Gaudy is the word. It, I think it's a gaudy look. It's unappealing. Um, yeah. Now, of course, the, the Bengals have never won an NFL, one of four teams to have never uh, won an NFL championship, and they've only ever appeared in the Super Bowl twice in 81 and 88. Um, so a, a, a lot of ineptitude from the city of Cincinnati, of which I could not tell you a single thing about. Yeah. Uh, never been there, and I, I honestly don't have a huge desire to visit hmm. Cincinnati. Interesting. Well, I don't um, think the AFC North went very well, if I have to be honest. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot okay. there, but I'm kind of jazzed about the AFC South. I'm going to be honest. I think right, there are a couple good. really strong contenders in there. Good. All right. Uh, we're going to start with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, this pick is, is – this team is, is funny because they, are, they play in the AFC South, yet the city of Indianapolis is very much not in a southern city at all. Uh, I would think that's kind of comical. And playing against Houston, Jacksonville, and Tennessee. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Their logo is like a, is a horseshoe. Yep. These are the famous uh, Baltimore Colts that relocated to in the, in the middle of the night. Another great thirty for thirty documentary. Yeah, Sean. How do you how do you feel about um? How do you feel about rooting for a team in Indiana? I think it's exciting. 
I think it's exciting, Matt. I think Indiana doesn't get enough credit. I think the Pacers have had a, a great history. I think does does Indiana have a baseball team? No, no, they do not. No. Um, I think it's great. I think it's a cool opportunity. I think the Indianapolis Colts do a good job of of walking that line between has had some recent su- uh, success and is in the zeitgeist, but also is not the first team you think of. Yeah, that's true. Uh, obviously, the, the famous Peyton Manning in recent memory, this was his... Not the team he won a Super Bowl with, but this is this was his. Um, well, he did, he did win a Super Bowl with. He won the Super Bowl with the Broncos. No, he won in two thousand six with the with the Colts. He he won one Super Bowl while he was there. Oh, you're right. Why that that Super Bowl just uh, who did they win? Who did they beat? Um, they defeated the, uh, the Bears. I believe that was the famous Prince in the Rain halftime show Super Bowl. Yes, you're right. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, gosh, okay. Yeah, the the Bears being a very, very weird team to have been there in 2006, uh, because they really weren't that good before or that good after. Um, Was that like, was that Jake Cutler's Bears? That's what I'm trying to track down the uh the the primary roster probably a little early for him, no that but... was um that was kyle orton kyle orton yeah brian greasy Weird. okay um i mean you look at this team and All it's right, like so... i don't know who any of these people are so manning the manning led colts win um that super bowl they they lose to my saints in 2010 super bowl yep um and um, I don't really, I can't really say much else about him. Don't, I don't know too many Colts fans out there. Maybe like one. I know one for sure. And it's not that's the flashiest choice. Um, you know, I think they got good colors. Uh, I think it's a, you know, they got, they had Andrew Luck, an all around very nice man. And right now they have Philip Rivers, also an all around very nice man. Also, Many many listeners of the show might know that I'm very superstitious when it comes to sports teams. And one of the techniques I have uh, to help my team win is I'll construct things into the logo of my favorite sports team. And this usually is involves me like making a fleur de lis out of like uh, beer cans or soda cans. I, I'm just saying that I think the Colts would be a very easy logo to shape out of like cans. For luck purposes, I mean, I guess that's kind a of channel point. the channel the spirits to to your side, Matt. I got to You got to do what you got to do. I did not think about win. that. I I don't know actually any other team that there are a few, but the Colts seem like the easiest one to to kind of make that horseshoe shape. Very simple. Um. All right, let's move on to the Titans. Ah, the Titans of Tennessee. Tennessee. One one of the Tennessee few Titans. One of the few NFL teams to not have a city in their name. That's true. Uh, can um, can you name the others? To not have a city. Yep. Um. Well, you've got the Tennessee Titans. You've got 
One of them, oh, Washington. Nope, there is no Washington. They're Seattle. Uh, oh, man. Putting me on the spot. There's really are there only, others? It's the really. New England Patriots. No, there are two others. Oh, three others. New That's England right. New England Patriots, Patriots is one. Yeah. Uh, other teams that are not. I'm trying not to cheat. I mean, I can just tell look. you the answer for the sake of time. Yeah, you you might want to do the that. The Carolina Panthers. That. Oh, of course. And yep. the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. God, that's uh, yeah, you don't see that too often. But no, the the Tennessee Titans, formerly the Houston Oilers, founded by Bud Adams, um, a team that uh, has never won a Super Bowl, um, but has made it uh, to the Super Bowl famously in 1999, where they lost to the Greatest Show on Turf, uh, right at the uh, the right after the Music City Miracle, um playing in the great city of Nashville. Their mascot is the T-Rack. And what is, is a, t- a what is a T-Rack? Oh, there you go. That's cool. I like that. That's their mascot, T-Rack. I think the Titans are um, an interesting pick. Yeah. Uh, I I was they they were previously the Houston Oilers, which was a very very storied team. Yes, absolutely. And, and a not very Texas. good. Yes, played in the Astrodome. Not you a very good team. Texas. Yeah. Right? I did. So you were. So that you have that connection. Yep. To, to, to teams out of Houston. Yep. Um, um, I do I'm think trying to find their. Their logo is whack. I will say their logo is not good. Their, but, okay, their logo is terrible, but. I will say about their colors. Good. They they're one of the teams that invented a color to or like coined it. They, they they have Titans blue, mm-hmm. kind of like how the Eagles have midnight green, which isn't really a, a color that they, they like kind of made it just for their uniforms. Yep. I think that's cool. Um, like the Yankees have Yankee. What is that? Yankee Navy or something? Navy Yankee Navy. It's like I like that. I like mm-hmm. when teams invent colors to to put in their logo. So, um, all right. That, I mean, that's the Titans. I think that's all there is really to say about them. Yes, sir. Uh, let's keep going here. Yeah. Yeah, let's keep moving um, over to the Houston Texans. Houston Texans. Yes, one of the newer teams in the league added in 2002. Playing out of Houston, the only NFL team I've seen play in person in the regular season uh, at the beautiful, um, what's the stadium called? NRG Stadium. They kept changing the name. The NRG Stadium, beautiful stadium, great tailgate fans. Um, Yeah, there's definitely a history with me that I think definitely plays into this. I do own some Texans gear, believe it or not. So um, I think there's something worth rooting for there. Sort of the downside is they've never really been good. Um, and there's no real outlook for them to suddenly become good. If you choose the Houston Texans, Sean, there is a very realistic possibility that you may be the only Houston Texans fan in the entire state of Massachusetts and probably in all of New England. I think they're probably... Uh, they're, I. 
I would say there are probably more Cowboys slash any other team fans in the state of Texas than there are Texans fans. Like the second you go outside of Harris County, don't even bother asking. They're not Texan fans. Yes. Yeah. So you would, you would, there's a really big possibility. You'll be part of a very small and even a smaller group um, of Texan fans who are not born in Texas, but rather have lived most of their lives in the Northeast. That that's gotta be a pretty small group in and of itself. I think it's exciting. You know, we, I kind of talked about how teams like the Steelers have such a long history. What's great about the Texans is they don't have a history. They've been around for like not oh. that long at all. So you're really getting in on the ground They're floor. A franchise. Are they purely a franchise team? I don't I don't even think they were like added like there was they're not originally from a different team. No, they're an expansion. Like an O2 expansion. expansion team. Yes. The youngest so franchise in the NFL. Yes. Okay, so there's that going for them. I think that's interesting. Of course, a lot of people would have the same argument as like Jets and Giants. Like, why does Texas need two football teams? But there you go. That's the Texans. I will say a mark against them, Sean. And I know that it's the Texas flag, but I really don't like teams that have red, white, and blue in their in their as their team colors, just because I feel like it's too generic. Yeah, it's a little much. Like a lot of teams adopt and red, white, and blue. It's it's just not very original. Yep. So even like a team like the Titans, I like the blue because it's not a traditional like blue. It's it's that that like brighter, more metallic-y blue that they created just for the logo. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. As we move to our next team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, and and beautiful. Jacksonville, Florida, Jags. the smallest city to have an NFL team, um, added as an expansion team along with the Carolina Panthers in 1995. Another team that has never been good. Um, they've never even won the conference, let alone a Super Bowl. Um, I will say, I think the name is good. The colors are not good. Um, I think in the battle of the three Florida teams, the Jaguars, the Buccaneers, and the Dolphins, they're probably my th- least likely of those three to be chosen. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I struggle to find redeeming reasons to pick this team. I don't even think Jacksonville fans are that excited about Jacksonville. No, I, I just feel like they they view it as an obligation. You know, I guess if they're born in or around Jacksonville – and and there's no the interesting thing about Florida is that it doesn't really have a solidly like hist- historic powerhouse like Dallas like you know Texas has the Cowboys and um, the Giants in New York there's there's no you know the, I think the Bucks the Jags and the um, Dolphins are all equally bad choices. So yeah, well, I mean, Matt, I'll give you a piece of trivia here. Do you know how many Jacksonville Jaguar players are in the Football Hall of Fame? None. None, Matt. None. <laughs> um. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, they do have Gardner Minshew, who is is kind of an the exciting third. yes pers- personality. Yeah. Yeah, he does play there. For now. Um, for now. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't get too committed to it. Yeah. Um, with Mike Lennon behind him. Yeah, I mean it's 
You know, it's kind of crazy when you think about back in 2017, they played in the AFC championship game against the Patriots and only lost by four points. They were like bad. But it, they're, in 2015, starting 2015, their record was 5-11, and 11, then 3-13, and 13, then 10-6, and 6, then 5-11 and 11 and 6-10 and 10, behind the incredible Blake Bortles. Yes, they just had this kind of spike in popularity, and, yep. and now they're, the, they've turned back into a pumpkin, yep. a hot mess of a pumpkin. That's what happens when you drop Bortles. Saxonville is what many Ugh. many of their rivals call it. Gross. Uh, all right, Matt, we got so, one more division here in the AFC, the West. Yes, let's take a look at the AFC West, and then, um, well, are, are we doing the NFC tonight, or, well, or are we? Uh, we'll, let's see. We'll, maybe we'll talk about that. Let's see how the AFC uh, West. Let's goes. see how we how we do. Okay, sounds good. Um, starting off with your. Kansas City Chiefs, uh, current Super Bowl champions, play at Arrowhead Stadium. That's right. Um, Andy Reid is their head coach. He sure is. Great guy. The mascot, KC Wolf. I didn't even know they had a mascot. That's they, cool. They do. It's a wolf. They also used to have a uh, a pinto horse as well, um, that would be dressed up for the occasion that they only use sometimes. They were uh, only the second AFL team to defeat an NFL team in the AFL NFL World Championship game, uh, aka the Super Bowl. Do you know, could you name the first team? Oh, that would so have been the course. first AFL team well, that's to ever win yeah, Super Bowl? Famously, the New York Jets. The New York Jets. A team nobody right. thought would win. A, a, a great victory for them. Yep. Um, now, so the, yeah. The Chiefs. Here's how I feel on the Chiefs. First of all, don't like the association with Native Americans. I realize it's not as yeah. egregious as the Redskins, but still not great. Not a big mark against it, a small one. I will also say they're the reigning champions. They're very good. They're probably going to make it very far in the playoffs again this year. I don't want to be – this is a little bit of bandwagoning. If this was the Alex Smith era of the Chiefs many a couple of years ago when Andy Reid first started, okay, maybe that's a team worth rooting for, you know, who's good but not great. This current team is uncomfortably good. Um, so I, I just, I like them. I think they're a fun and interesting team. I'm not, there's nothing, there's no reason to really hate on them, but also nothing that's really like, oh yeah, I got to get, I got to get behind this team. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, I think the, the ship has probably sailed to make it easy to be, like not easy to be a fan, but easy to access fandom with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, now obviously being a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl contender this year, I think it's probably more difficult to access the fandom without because now how uh, it's going to be hard to justify 
rooting for them. You'll be called a front runner and a bandwagoner by everybody. So um, there's that. I think their logo is kind of cool. And the fact they play at Arrowhead Stadium, I don't know if that's – is that affiliated with a company of any kind? No, one of the few stadiums to not have a blatant sponsor. Right, so that's what I thought. And I think that's there's something to be said for that. It's kind of cool. Like Lambeau Field. Uh, yeah, it's pretty uh, much just uh, Lambeau Paul Brown Stadium for the Bengals. Um, mm-hmm. And I think these – oh, Soldier Field – um, for the Bears, and I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs are a very they're, – they're also a very historic team. Oh, sure. Um, so be, being the uh, – one of the originals, basically, uh, from, like, the first expansion. Yeah, a really a, a rich history, but not necessarily a bad history. Um, and I also yeah. say, if you talk about coach, if you're talking about Mike Tomlin, uh, you know, if you're talking about coaches weighing on the decision here, I mean, are you going to get any better than beloved icon Andy Reid? I don't think so. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Very true. But an interesting choice. I'm on the fence, but we'll see who else are they up against here in the West. All right. Um, your next choice of team after the Chiefs. Uh, let's see here. We've got the, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. The Vegas Raiders, Sean. How do we feel about the formerly Oakland, presently Las Vegas Raiders and their, um, billion dollar massive stadium? It's going to be a no for me, dog, uh, on this one. I think... There's not a lot going for it for me to get excited. A rich history in an almost negative way. Um, I, I, on the list of like football personalities, I despise John Gruden is like an all-time Hall of Famer on that list. I find it very unappealing. I think the Davis family that owns the team, Mark Davis, is an incredibly unappealing human being. Um, there's not a lot about the Raiders that like I would feel weird like wearing a Raiders shirt. So I'm going to almost outright eliminate them unless you can give me a good reason not to. I think if you walk around wearing a Raiders shirt, most people will probably assume that you have committed aggravated assault at one point or another in your life. And I mean, it's good for, I'm glad they have a reputation to own. Like not a lot of teams, I can list a lot of, like the Texans, what do they stand for? Nothing. I mean, the Raiders have a brand. Good for them. It ain't my brand. You talk about a team that fits me. It's not the Oakland or Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't see you being a Raiders fan. Does not fit, does not mesh with the Sean Jennings personality that I know. I agree. So I guess we could move on. Okay. To the Denver Broncos now. Interesting choice. Uh, the Denver Broncos. Most recently Let's winning see. the Super Bowl in 2015 with Peyton Manning, as you mentioned. Currently a very mediocre team. Uh, coached by uh, Vic Fangio and led by uh, Drew Locke when he's not falling apart. Um, playing in in Denver, uh, a unique aspect of the team, of course, Mile High Stadium, the highest stadium in the league. Um, 
How do I feel about the Broncos? More negative than positive, but I don't know, Matt. Sell me on the Broncos. Well, they've got a live horse named Thunder who rides through their stadium every uh do they does he still do that? I think so. Yeah. Um that's that's neat. They've got they're one of the few teams with a live mascot if you're into that. They're all, they also have a not real mascot named Miles who is a dress-up horse. Um, who looks, looks like a, I don't know, looks like a bit of a jerk from what I can tell. Just, he's got this like overly confident look on his face that I don't like very much, but, um, what do we say about the Denver Broncos? I mean, Denver, it seems like a cool city. Uh, it's the mile high city. The Broncos are another – that's another one that's got a lot of history. John Elway, um, the the uh, the Elway era, the Manning era. They also had that shellacking under the Peyton Manning. Remember, I, I watched that Super Bowl Four, with you. 43 to 8. Where it was just an absolute, just devastating, just – bulldozed by the Seattle Seahawks, the Legion of Boom. That's right. Um, I don't really know what else to say about this team. I, I don't think they're – they're not really all that exciting. But I think it's – it's the, it, it could be a buy low, sell high kind of time. That's you true. Know, this, this is a time to buy low in the Denver Broncos. It's a good time to make an investment because they're they're – Starting to be good again. Uh, post, the, uh, like, I think they're kind of over the Manning hangover a bit, and I think that they've got a not a like a stellar future ahead. But maybe down the line, they could probably be a competent franchise. I think Elway is probably a good owner. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just again, it's one of those things. Where it's like I walk around with a Denver Broncos shirt. I, I don't know. There's just something about that that says. I don't know. I, I think whatever team I pick, should, there should be a, at least one reason why I can tell when people say like, hey, why are you a Broncos fan? I can give them a reason. I cannot think of a reason I could say I'm a Broncos fan. Yeah, uh, I feel like you would have to be like a boomer, like boomer generation. Yeah, could probably be a Broncos fan Absolutely. because of the Elway. Um, like a young yeah, the boomer on the young side who like remembers Elway being really good. Yep, by the way, the Broncos share the NFL record for most Super Bowl losses. They share it? Yes. With the... Another team that's been to the Super Bowl a lot. <laughs> the the uh, Washington football team. No. I'm just thinking about like that, that era. The, uh, the Steelers. No, it's the New England no, Patriots. No. The Patriots. Oh. I mean, they, they've lost three uh, since the turn of the new millennium, and they lost two before it. So Yeah, and I, I had, in the back of my mind, for some reason, I thought that the, was going to be the Patriots was going to be the answer. But that's what's ludicrous, is they've had nine Super Bowl appearances. 
That is pretty crazy. Absolutely ludicrous. Uh, all right, Matt, and our last AFC West team. We've got the Los Angeles Chargers. Your Los Angeles Chargers, Matt. I'm kind of I'm kind of a little hot on the Chargers. Really? Yes, because it's a team with no fans that nobody cares about. Even the people of Los Angeles and San Diego, nobody likes this team. It's a young team. When you talk about coaches, I am a big Anthony Lynn fan. Um, I think he's a really cool, really smart, good coach who's trying to figure it out. I think even within the city of Los Angeles, I think the Rams are always going to be a more popular and theoretically better team. So it is kind of like rooting for an underdog in the same city. We talked about Boltman uh, on our past episode and the great, um, their great theme song from the 70s, San Diego Superchargers. Do you remember that? Um, oh, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of fun things going on with this team and I do think that there is a positive outlook now is the time they're rebranding new city new coach get in early as you said buy low sell high I don't know what what are your thoughts on the Chargers I have many thoughts okay on the Chargers Uh uh-huh and I'm trying to pick where to begin let's begin with um first of all I I dig their color scheme. Oh, very nice. I really like the pow- powder blue and that electric yellow combination, which they call they list as sunshine gold on here. It's a great combo, and it, it totally fits the, the SoCal vibe, mm-hmm. like the sun, sunshine, it's and it's the very bright, beautiful water yep. on the coast. Very bright, very nice. I hate that the Chargers play in Los Angeles now. Sure. I I hate that. I think they should have stayed in San Diego. I don't think Los Angeles deserves two football teams. I agree. I don't even really think they deserve one. But if you're going to give them one, I say give them the Rams and keep the Chargers in San Diego. I really... um, I, I don't have anything against the franchise. I just don't understand why they play in Los Angeles and why they thought it was a good idea to move there in the first place. When they, Like you said, they didn't really have fans in their hometown. Now they have even fewer fans in their new town, their new city, because now the, the attention is split between the Rams and the Chargers in a city where, let's be honest, there really aren't a whole lot of football fans to begin with. But I think that's opportunity, right? Where it's, you know, the Rams have already been to a Super Bowl since they moved back to Los Angeles. They lost, but they, at least they made it. And I do think they're the more notable team. But I still think if the Chargers can get good in the next, like, five years, I think there is still an opportunity to establish themselves because I do think it's sort of the less popular pick. And I think there is something to that. Oh, I, I don't doubt that the Chargers would be a very good investment. We talk about buying low. I think that the no one would accuse. Obviously, no one would would front runner you. I think that's uh, that's probably not a not a bad pick if you if you go with the Chargers. Um, honestly, before we started tonight, I envisioned for you, Sean. I envisioned a West Coast team. Okay, interesting. I thought, I thought in my mind that Sean 
he's not at all a West Coast guy. I mean, I, I, I definitely don't view you as that. But I think in your fandom, I, I see you being a like a like a Niners or a Chargers or a Rams fan, a West Coast fan. I, I just I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the tech thing going on for a city like San Francisco. And may, or maybe it's a uh, because I think you you told me you drove around LA and you loved it. I loved any time I've been on the West Coast, I've absolutely loved it. So yeah, I, I definitely see you being a West Coast kind of guy. So I think the Chargers would be it would have real potential. Well, Matt, you know uh, we're out of time for this evening. We're going to have to do the <laughs> NFC next time, but I think we should end tonight by narrowing down each of these divisions to a single team. We'll have four teams out of the AFC, and at the end of next week's episode, we will put them up against four from the NFC to determine a single winner. Um, I can tell you, Matt, for me, I do think the Chargers is definitely going to come out of the West. I think that's a great choice. Um, the... North, I think I'm going to take the Bengals. Because I don't like the history of the Steelers or the Ravens. I think the Browns are a little like bad in a bad way, not bad in a fun way. I think the Bengals are sort of like at least something to feel good about feeling bad about. Um, they're probably not going to be your team, but they're they're going to win the division. Out of that division, yeah. Now, the South and the East are a little harder, Matt. I really in the South... I like the Texans, the Colts, and the Titans, and I'm really struggling with which of those to choose. Hmm. Who is your pick? I missed your pick for the NF, the AFC East. Was I, haven't, it the- I haven't done the East either. The East is because it's between the Dolphins and the Bills. I'm yeah. I, I'm really struggling between those two as well. So we can talk about whatever okay. whichever debate right. you want to start with. So you're kind of. You're stuck on the Dolphins or Bills, and on the South, it looks like you've got kind of a run. Did you are Colts factoring in at all? I, I like the Colts. The Texans, right. the Colts, and the Titans, I think, are all so really you got a run of three there. Yeah, yeah, it's South. Okay. Um, I you seem to be you seem to have the most passion in the AFC South. At least I could tell. I think you vibe the most on the Texans. I mean, that's you, said, you mentioned you had you had their merch. I do. I did Houston. live there. I was there the year the Patriots had their incredible comeback at NRG Stadium in Texas, in Houston. Yeah. Um, it's just it's such like a not interesting pick is my thing because I think like that's not. I think people wouldn't be surprised if I picked the Texans. You know. Yeah. Because they'd get why I, I, I picked the Texans. Right. Well, but you also said that you wanted you want to be able to explain yeah, why that's you true. root for the team, and you would have an easy explanation. While well, I lived in Texas for a year. All right, year I'm and choose, I think you Something sold like me. I think you sold me. I'm going to take the Houston Texans, though I reserve the right to change my mind by next week. Uh, sure. I I mean I I don't think that the Titans or the Colts are bad picks either. But I'm going to uh, take yeah. the Texans I, for I, now. Okay. And then All right. between the Bills and the Dolphins, I'm really torn because I think. If I had to be like, what team would I feel best about rooting for? It's probably the Bills, but I think the Dolphins are a more interesting pick. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to go geographically, obviously, I think the Bills are probably more on your side because they're closer. But 
it would be it would be a lot harder to explain to someone why you're a Bills fan. Well, I should pick some, as you said, like a West Coast team. Like I should pick something a little zanier than like the team next door. Yeah, I agree. I think that the uh, I think that the West Coast is kind of calling for you here. But we'll see. We'll see. Well, I, I like that. Uh, I'm we gonna, haven't touched the NFC yet. I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins. We got the Dolphins, the Bengals, okay. the Texans, and the Chargers. Next week, we're going to pick four NFC teams, and ultimately, we're going to pick the team I am going to root for. How exciting. If you out there have opinions on what teams I should or should not support, please let us know. You can tweet at us at UpForDebateTV on Twitter. Email us UpForDebateTV at gmail.com. Of course, you check out all our episodes at our website, UpForDebate.tv. You can go there, the audio, the video, all the info is there. Of course, you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. The auto versions on all the major platforms, and the video version is on YouTube. You can check it out there. Matt, thank you for all your help tonight. Of course, love to do it anytime. Um, I I think it's uh, we're making good progress here, and at the end of this, I'm excited to have a new team to root for. I do think it's exciting. Um, you know, like I'll just pull the chargers just as an example, because we were talking about them, but I don't know that much about the chargers. I, I don't know their depth chart that well. I haven't watched many of their games. So I think it's gonna be fun to pick a new team. I can really, uh, sink my teeth into. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting process and I'm, I'm excited to find out who Sean is going to pick. As his mm. new bandwagon team. Aren't we all? Well, Matt, always such a pleasure. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Thanks, folks, for being here. As always, we appreciate it. We'll see you next week for an NFC edition of Up for Debate. What's my This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.